Good evening, it's Michael. I pray this mini-series down Romans Road will bring someone to Christ. The reality is, every day we lose people. And there is pain. There is physical pain. There is mental pain. There is heartache and there is failure. Remember, God loves you so much, He provided a way out for you. It is never His will for you to reject Him. However, people still die in their sins. The Bible says hell is a literal place created for no man. But sin has to be judged. Before I got saved, I had a death sentence. I was destined to hell. But through God's glorious Son, I accepted Him as my Lord and Savior in April of 2010. Praise God for redemption. Our scripture for today is Romans 6.23. Before I read, let me remind you of the previous message. Romans 3.23 tells us we all come short of the glory of God. There is nothing that we can do as humans, meaning rituals, religion, or anything outside of accepting Christ to get right with the Lord and to be freed from the bondage of sin. Romans 6.23 states, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Death is what it costs a sinner away from God into eternal punishment. Oh, there is no purgatory. There is no second chance. The Bible even says in Psalm 1, Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. Why? Because at one point in your life, you heard the gospel. You're hearing it now. At one point in your life, like myself, you thought the gospel was a made-up story. A feel-good, fictional story. And then what we do as humans is we look at things in our life and we say, Look what I've created. Look at how good life is. Indulging in the pleasures of life. And for the season of sin, it feels so good. It tastes so good and it looks so good. However, the Bible says it is only for a season. Then pride sets in. Sin starts to beat you up, infiltrates the mind and heart, destroying our relationships, killing our marriages, and stealing joy from the home. It overthrows every good intention of man. It swallows up love and makes you sick inside. The major prophet Isaiah said, Due to rebellion against God, the whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot, even unto the head, there is no soundness in it. Yet we still keep going, living for sin, rejecting the gospel as if we all have another day to live. Never ever coming to Christ who loves you. A perfect love which can transform you. John said, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. 
And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. This is not a trial where one can appoint an attorney named Jesus Christ. This is final judgment. This is a trial where you represent yourself in your sins. Some of us say, how could God do that? I have lived a moral life. I had a pension, a career, a family, did not break any laws, did not commit any terrible crimes. I went to church on Sunday. I prayed for others. I opened my Bible at times. And to be honest with you, I thought those things too. I thought if I was surrounded by God-fearing people that somehow I was saved. Yet the one thing which Romans 3.23 states is, For all have sinned. And through the many times of people pointing to Jesus, the many times people have witnessed to you about Christ, how you've heard powerful testimonies, they've tried to bring some of you to church, but you never accepted the loving Savior, Jesus, by faith and faith alone. So how could a loving God throw souls into hell. Let's look at God's standard. This is so important. We have to look at God's standard. Not your standard, God's standard. It's the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament. It's the law. James 2.10 says, For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. This is every man, woman, boy, or girl on planet Earth. There's no escaping this. However, Jesus Christ fulfilled the law, living a sinless, perfect life. 1 Samuel 2.2 talks about God, and there is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. God is holy. The psalmist said, as for God, his way is perfect. God is perfect. This is what the Bible says. Do you believe it? Why do we cheapen God to match up to our standards? Jesus does not need to get us. Let me repeat that. Jesus does not need to get us. We need to get him. God's standards are perfect. How can imperfect people like us come into the presence of a perfect God? Why does human logic, human reasoning try to place sinners into heaven? I'm not talking about sinners saved by grace through faith in Christ. I am talking about without Christ, a sinner. Do you truly yearn for the wickedness of this world to follow you into heaven? Could unrighteousness fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, effeminate, abusers of themselves with mankind, thieves, coveters, drunkards, revelers, extortioners, inherit the kingdom of God? The Bible says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Matthew 5.48 God is omnipotent, all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing. And omnipresent. 
He is everywhere. His love is perfect. His grace unmerited. And his forgiveness stretches as far as the east is to the west. God provided you, listening to this message, a way out of sin. A way out of the wages which is death. Which is through his only son, Christ Jesus. Hebrews 10.12 says, But this man, meaning Jesus, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. There is only one acceptable sacrifice for payment of sins, which gives eternal life. In Jesus you will have escaped the terror and wrath of the Lord. For where there is death and the wages of sin, there is life found only through Jesus, which is the gift of God. Amen.